You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for listening. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope you're having a great day, even though it just started. Hope you do have a great day with all friends and family that you might be hanging out with and having dinner with. We have a good show for you today. The fallout from the Bachelor in Paradise finale is pretty much what we're going to cover. And... If you didn't know already, podcast number 314 with Jacqueline Trumbull was released at midnight central time. It should be in your podcast feed, so check that out. But uh, let's get started momentarily. This podcast brought to you by First Leaf. First Leaf makes it simple to discover new wines that you'll love. Fill out a questionnaire. They learn your tastes, then deliver quality wines right to your door. Sign up today, and you'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash realitysteve. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash realitysteve to get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Also, podcast brought to you by StoryWorth, a great holiday gift for you people. StoryWorth compiles your loved ones' stories, memories, and even photos into one exquisite hardcover book, creating a valued keepsake. Help your family share the story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash Steve today and save $10 on your first purchase. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash Steve to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash Steve. All right, so before I get started with Bachelor Nation stuff, just want to talk about Thanksgiving real quick. One of my favorite holidays and being in radio, in particular sports talk radio, it's always been (laughs) such a funny holiday for me because at some point during today, I will be in my car and listening to sports talk radio. And on Thanksgiving Day, they know a lot. Not a lot of people are in their cars and listening. There's not a lot of commuting going on to work, to and from work and stuff like that. So you got these fill-in hosts that... You know, since no one's listening, probably not too many people are calling, so they got to kill airtime with content. And it, without fail, every single Thanksgiving, you turn on any sports talk radio show in any city, some host today will be talking about, hey, everyone, give me your final four of side dishes for Thanksgiving. (laughs) It is, it is like clockwork every season. I love it. I comment about it every year on Twitter. I'll probably send another tweet out today again, especially if I hear it. But there will be some sort of turkey slash dinner slash sides talk on any sports talk radio show you listen to today. As for myself, I'm such a basic bitch when it comes to Thanksgiving dinner. Give me turkey. Give me mashed potatoes and gravy. Give me stuffing. And give me green bean casserole. I feel that I feel that played up probably twice with that, and I'm done. And then apple pie for dessert. I mean, I'm so basic. I am just. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a yams guy. I'm not a cranberry guy. I'm not a sweet potato guy. I'm not an asparagus guy. Just everything that I listed is all that I need. Um, I know it sounds basic, but I will eat that food if it's put in front of me, and. Um, I mean, how can you go wrong with that, really? Turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy, stuffing, green bean casserole. Now, your question is, Steve, do you put gravy on everything? Aha! I put gravy on everything but the green bean casserole, which, I mean, it gets in it because it's all on the same plate. But So, yeah, um, 
But just keep that in mind. If you happen to listen to Sports Talk Radio, you'll be in your car today, maybe going to the store to get something, pick it up, last-minute pickup before going to somebody's house. <laughs> it's just... I, whoa. Sorry. Um. Oh, my power just went out for like a quick second, so my computer went off, my recorder went off, but um, everything's booting back up again. Sorry. Anyway, if you're in your car you will hear some host because they need time to kill since nobody's listening to sports talk radio today. It'll always be talk surrounding something regarding dishes and they'll, and they'll tie it into sports. Like, Hey, what are your final four of side dishes? Just corny shit like that. Um, maybe it doesn't resonate with a lot of you people, but being in the sports talk radio business as I was for so many years, uh, you know, right out of college, I've just always found it comical. So let's just jump right into the Victoria and Greg stuff because a lot happened yesterday. First off, starting with Johnny going on the Almost Famous podcast with Ben and Ashley. And he was very, um, I'd say he was very descriptive about things that happened in the relationship. Now, I did not listen to the full podcast. However, I did listen to Dave Neal's 15-minute YouTube recap where he had clips from the interview, so I feel like I hear, heard a lot of the important things. I also listened to the two-and-a-half-minute reel from the Almost Famous Instagram account, which condensed a lot of the things Greg said into a two-and-a-half-minute clip, and then something came across my TikTok feed, which was him answering specifically to the two questions I think everybody wants to know about. Number one, did he call her an F and C during their relationship? And number two, what was the context of the can't-cook-can't-clean back and forth between them. So I don't even know where to start. There's so many places to start here, but I also do want to mention this, and I guess I'll start with this. I did see a two-minute TikTok from Nick, who is going to have Victoria and Johnny on his pod, or Victoria and Greg on his podcast next week. Shocker. I mean, obviously they're friends. And Nick started out the TikTok by literally saying, I'm so surprised about the reaction that Victoria is getting. It's like, yeah, because you can't separate yourself. You're not being objective. And all you're doing is looking at this situation and not taking into account any of her past behavior. I'm glad that people are actually holding her accountable for the things that she has said and done on the television show that we have seen and heard with our own two eyes and ears and holding that and forming an opinion based on not just what happened this season, but prior behavior, which can kind of sometimes constitute future behavior. So Nick being shocked is just him being completely biased. And, you know, Nick is really, if you watch his two-minute TikTok, he's really, really stuck on the fact that Greg never denied the F and C comment. Granted, again, Nick is only going by what was shown on TV last night. First off, I actually think Greg did. De- I'm, I keep calling Greg. I keep calling Johnny Greg. I actually think that Johnny did deny it on the show Tuesday night. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't dismiss it. He did deny it. More time was spent, at least what they showed us, on the "can't cook, can't clean" comment and that back and forth. But I'm sorry. If if that's not good enough for Nick, it's just it's kind of hypocritical once again because. Here is Nick just having this hard on for Johnny not being able to deny the F and C comment that he made to Victoria allegedly. Yet 
Nick has no problem with his girlfriend mouthing the N-word six times in TikToks. Go figure. Anyway, the other thing is Nick is kind of hiding behind one thing, and that's that the show on Tuesday night only showed Victoria's allegations against Johnny. So all he's focusing on is, well, gosh, everybody, he called her an F and C. That's grounds for anybody to end a relationship. Okay, one, if it happened, absolutely. But Nick has zero proof that Johnny called her that. Johnny says he didn't, and Nick is only saying he did because, what, Victoria told him he did? Okay, well, I'm sorry. In this day and age, you kind of need receipts. I'm not saying Johnny didn't say it, but I'm not saying that he absolutely did, which is where Nick's stance is coming from. And I think that's bullshit because, Nick, you don't know whether or not Johnny called her that. She told you that he did. Okay. Johnny is saying flat out, no, I didn't. And he never would say that to anybody. So, Nick, you you can't just you can't just use that as your main argument. You have to go somewhere else. And then if you want to go to the cooking and cleaning comment, again, you listen to Johnny on um, Almost Famous, and he's like, it was literally a running joke between us. Victoria once even called him and said, hey, I don't cook or clean. (laughs) Does that work for you? And Johnny's like, yeah, I don't care. It's 2022, big deal that you don't cook or clean. I do, so I'll take care of that in our relationship. No problem. So one of these people between Johnny and Victoria is flat out lying about that, and Johnny is basically saying, I don't know where she came up with that, but she literally took that comment and ran with it just to make me look bad because we have had that back and forth. Again, do you believe Johnny? Do you believe Victoria? But Nick is obviously siding with Victoria on everything, and that's just, he's not leaving it hes not leaving it open for any interpretation whatsoever. The joking about cooking and cleaning, and he's just so hell-bent on, well, Johnny didn't deny it on the show, and like I said, the show only showed Victoria's allegations against Johnny, those two things that we just talked about. The show didn't show Johnny's allegations against Victoria, which we know happened. People that were in attendance can verify this. Johnny said Victoria threw a wine glass at him and once told him, I'm out of your league. So why doesn't Nick talk about any of that? Because he's hiding behind the show. Now, when it's convenient for his argument, he's not going to bring in the fact of what Johnny is accusing Victoria of and, you know, maybe have a little bit of a discussion about that. So I I just think, again, you're going to hear so much bullshit coming out of them next week when they go on Nick's podcast. It's a giant cover up. It's just to protect them and make them look good. And it's embarrassing, really, uh, because the guy cannot be objective. I think one of the big things, and I mentioned this on the in the open of the Jacqueline podcast that's up in your feed podcast number 314, is what a lot of people are forgetting in regards to the Johnny and Victoria engagement is that filmed in June. Gabby and Rachel season didn't air its first episode till July. So when Johnny proposed to Victoria at the end of June and they left Mexico, he had already completed two full shows and none of them had aired one episode yet. So he said We got in a few fights early on because Victoria saw me on Gabby and Rachel's season first. We're here as an engaged couple, and she's hearing me talk about Gabby in all these glowing terms. And it's like, yeah, but if Victoria doesn't understand that by now and that bothered her, I'm sorry, that's not good enough for me. 
she has to know, like, hey, John, Victoria, you can't. Your show came second. He can't sit there and talk about you when they haven't even announced the cast for Paradise yet. You know, it's like they. He, Johnny said they fought because Victoria accused him of saying the same things to her that um, he said to Gabby, and he said the same things to her. It's like okay, he probably had some overlap, and you know, complimenting a woman and saying things about them. But the bottom line is, Victoria. You had the ring on. He was with you. You kind of got to get over the fact that, yeah, we got to get through this other show of him saying all this other stuff and kissing Gabby and going on a hometown with her. But ultimately, he left that show because he wasn't ready to be engaged to her, and here he is sitting to be engaged with you, and you're giving him shit for that? Why doesn't Nick... uh, uh, Let's see if Nick addresses that on the podcast with her. Like, hey, Victoria, maybe you should have eased up a little bit considering you had the ring on and he was over Gabby and it was... Two months earlier. Will that be addressed? Probably not. Now, in terms of the timeline about their relationship, it is so confusing because it sounds like they went to counseling in the month of July because they had finished filming at the end of June. And at the end of counseling, three or four weeks or whatever, basically Victoria ended the engagement but didn't end the relationship. And then Greg said this party... Natalie's party, which was a month later, end of August, Nick's girlfriend, Natalie, Victoria's best friend, is when he knows that Greg and Victoria were at that party. And after that party, he said, I had a trip to Nashville the next week and we had no communication until I got to Nashville that weekend. And the texts, um, he went to Nashville and he said it wasn't great. He felt it was over and something had changed within her. And it's like, okay. But they were still in a relationship. They weren't a broken up couple. But again, this timeline is so sketchy. It seems like Victoria and Greg seem to be creating their own timeline to fit their own narrative. And again, I think there's so many things here that are a lot of he said, she said. Yet, if you're on Victoria's side, you're taking it as no, it's not. He said, she said, it's fact. And I think you need to be a little more objective. Look, I have no reason to defend Greg. I have no reason to defend um, Victoria either. I'm trying to look at this objectively. And anything that's he said, she said, I have not taken one side on it. Because I can't prove it. You know, this cheating allegation, I don't know. I don't know if there was physical cheating. I never was never even told there was cheating. But knowing now, once finding out that the... Um, reunion taped and Victoria admitted, yes, I was talking to Greg pre-show. Yes, we were texting post-show when I was engaged to Johnny, but it was very platonic. Okay. Like I said, that's very hard to believe. And I'm sure that she's going to try and say that next week and she's going to put it out there that, but she can say it all she wants, but I'm sorry. Once again, we're dealing with receipts in 2022 and She's not going to whip out her phone and show every text message between her and Greg while she was engaged to Johnny. And by not showing them, that doesn't. I'm not saying that makes her guilty. I'm just saying that if you want to clear your innocence here or claim innocence here, that's really the only way to do it with evidence. You just saying it didn't happen and we never crossed that line and it was strictly platonic. I'm sorry, it just doesn't hold water. With me and a lot of people, all you got to do is look online to the reaction. And by siding with Nick and siding with Natalie 
and being that on on that team, you know, someone like Ashley and and Ben who had Johnny on the podcast. Ashley and Ben don't really have ties to either one. They seemed to be fair on the clips that I heard. They seemed to be very fair with Johnny and, you know, asked him the questions that needed to be asked. I would have dug a little bit deeper, but I thought they did a good job on the things that I heard. And, but when Greg and Victoria go on Nick's podcast, they're not going to get that type of questioning. I mean, the questions that I would have lined up for those two, it would be a totally different interview. Look, they're never going to come on my podcast. We know this, but they're going to go on a podcast that's going to protect them and protect their image. And I'm sorry when you, when the host knowingly is your best friend and he has said it, he said it on the TikTok last night. Uh, he has said that absolutely he thinks emotional cheating is just as bad as physical cheating. Cheating is cheating. He agrees with Johnny on that aspect. But Nick can't get off the fact that Johnny did not disagree with her with him calling her an F and C during the uh, relationship. But Johnny, first off, he did deny it on the show on Tuesday night. And secondly, he denied it yet again on a podcast yesterday. He says it absolutely did not happen and he wouldn't say it. And Nick is stuck on the fact that Victoria had every right to end that relationship and do whatever the hell she wanted if a guy called her an F and C. It's like, okay, <laughs> but he's saying he didn't. So, Nick, you can't prove that she didn't. You can't prove it that Johnny called her that. You know? And he's just sticking by that. It's, un, it's unreal how unobjective he is in this story. And he wants everyone to take his side because Victoria is his friend and his girlfriend is BFFs with Victoria. Doesn't work that way, bud. So Johnny is going to be on another podcast. He's going to be on clickbait, which uh, today, which is going to be interesting because that is hosted by Natasha and grocery store Joe, who are certainly closer to uh, uh, Nick uh, than they are to Johnny. And Natasha is definitely friends with Victoria. So curious to see how they handle that interview and what type of questions they ask Johnny. And I'm sure Johnny's going to give the same answers. I mean, if he starts changing his story, then you have to start questioning Johnny. My guess is he's going to give us the same exact stuff he gave Almost Famous and just tell them, look, this is what happened. I never said that to her. And when we were talking about no cooking and you don't cook, you don't clean, like, so what are you going to provide? I... Look, I again, I don't know how the conversation went, but is it really that hard to make that leap the way Johnny's describing how the conversation went versus Victoria turning it into something? I, again, I know that sounds like, oh, I'm taking Johnny's side. I'm just saying it's 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 very believable. It's not it's not that far fetched to think that Johnny was like he said Victoria called him and said, Hey, I don't cook or clean. Is that cool with you? He's like, Yeah, it's fine. And then he basically said, they asked her, well, then why is Victoria saying this stuff? Why is she saying you called her an F and C? Why is she saying that you told her what good is a woman if she can't cook or clean? And his answer was, look, she had her back against the wall and twisted it and said whatever she could to make him look bad. And she and he was really disappointed in that. You know, certainly a possibility. Nobody knows for sure. So that's why I focused on the things that we do know for sure, which was, she was still texting Greg as an engaged woman to Johnny, and she's having us believe that every single exchange between them was strictly platonic and nothing happened until the breakup with Johnny, and then things took off with Greg, and he asked her out, and then they went to Italy. 
<laughs> on a first date on two days notice. It's just not believable. I don't think that's hard to, I, I don't know why these people don't understand. And one of the things that I wanted to point out, Victoria did an interview with bachelornation.com and they were just, just did a Q&A and they asked her about being caught overseas. And she said, and the question was, so you didn't anticipate you'd get caught by Bachelor Nation fans overseas. And Victoria's answer was, truly think about this for a second. We were in another country among millions of people. Who were we to think that we were going to get spotted? We're not the Kardashians. We were in Europe during the offseason. By no means did we think we were going to get caught or spotted. We wouldn't have gone there if we thought we would. That was our first time actually going on a date, and we were seeing if we were a good match. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's just naive on her part. I'm sorry. That's very naive on her part. I know she thinks she was in another country, but it's not like she was on a safari in Africa. She was at the Trevi Fountain in Italy, one of the most touristy places you can go in Italy. So it's not like she was trying to hide, not to mention, Victoria, you still have to walk through an airport in the United States and an airport in Italy. It's not just where you were at. And that's what I mean. That That's just a totally naive answer, and I don't buy it for a second. I'm sorry. I just don't. I believe that she absolutely wanted to get caught. She didn't care if she did. And and they did. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. I think it's I, I think that's so naive of her to say, hey, we were in Italy. How would we think we would ever get, you know, people would see us? It's not like only one person caught them. You had the first picture that came out from somebody who said they saw him at the at the Colosseum in Rome. Then the picture from them walking from a distance from behind was from a different person. And then a different person sent me the video of them at the Trevi Fountain. And then a fourth person took the picture of them in the tram at the airport in Italy. So that's four people that saw them. So it kind of proves how naive they were to think, oh, nobody will notice us. I, yeah, I think they would, especially since your season was on the air in the United States at the time you took this trip. I think if they'd taken it before Bachelor Paradise started airing, maybe you get away with it. But it was on TV, so they were in people's minds. Her face was in people's minds. Greg had not been on TV since Katie's season. Okay, but if they see Victoria Fuller and then they see her with a guy and the guy looks remotely familiar, he obviously was noticed. The first person who noticed them at the Rome Coliseum told you know, posted that on the TikTok. I saw Victoria with Greg, but we didn't have a picture of it. Then the two, when they were walking in the distance and we had a picture from behind, the person said, no, that was Victoria with Greg, but we had to take that person's word for it. We didn't know. It wasn't until the video I had of them at the Trevi Fountain where you can clearly see both of their faces, it was them. So it's just very naive of her to say that, and I don't buy it. I don't buy that she only went there because they didn't think they were going to get caught. And then it goes back to my other point. They didn't even need to do any of that. They didn't need to go on a trip. They didn't need to do any of that. They could have just seen each other in private and just kept it private, have a little more respect for a broken engagement. And then once the finale airs, then obviously do whatever you want publicly. You know, she talks about like, oh, I didn't think we'd get discovered and we certainly couldn't go out in Nashville. Um, When you got back and after you had been outed, all you did was go out in Nashville with him, and I've gotten three pictures of you guys together. So it just, she's, her stories just aren't adding up. She's not making any sense. She's trying to backtrack, and I'm sorry. 
Her reputation precedes her. I think it's just, I think it's a lot of garbage. And, you know, I, I you know, I, the Johnny stuff, I'm sure he's going to say the same thing on clickbait today. And I guess we'll have to break that down tomorrow. Um, I'm not going to spend 20 minutes on it tomorrow. I'm already sick of talking about these two, you know. Victoria and Greg are their own thing now. Do what you want. But unfortunately, it is going to be a topic. It's just a matter of how much I decide to to dedicate to it. But yeah, when she goes on Nick's podcast, certainly we're going to have to take her answers and dissect them and and call them out because I'm sure I'm going to have things in her answers to call her out for. There's just no way I wouldn't be. So anyway, um, that'll be it for today. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I really appreciate you all listening. Hope you have a great time with family and friends today, and we are back tomorrow with yet another daily roundup. So, again, happy Thanksgiving. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.